The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. That is correct. Welcome. We got uh, lots of time to uh, get through this show, the Employment Law Show, over the next half hour. John Scholes here, as always, on a Wednesday evening. And our good pal Mackenzie Irwin is joining us. Sam Firu to Mark and LLP. You can reach out to Mackenzie anytime. She always says, yeah, give me a call. Let's chat about your uh, your issue. How do you do that? one 821 5900 email help at employmentlawyer.ca. Tonight, we're going to get to top five things employers should avoid when terminating an employee, if we get through all five, because the phone lines are open and we always make the uh, the top priority your phone calls. We'll get to that topic, maybe some email if we have some time over the course of the half hour, but you got a couple things you want to run through first. Uh, Mackenzie, what's, uh, what's going on with you, pal? Yeah, it's been a busy start to the year over here. We've, um, I think it's it's been blasted all over the media. There's uh, massive, massive tech layoffs mm-hmm. in in all of the large, many large companies like Google, yeah. Microsoft, Shopify, Well Simple, and and it looks like Best Buy is the latest uh, addition to that list. So. They're, they're having uh, mass termination, so where they're terminating many of their employees uh, over the past uh, few months, and lots of them are, they're really just looking to cut costs in, in 2023 and downsizing their workforce after, after having lots of hiring over the pandemic and experiencing this new downturn in the, in the economy. So these co- large companies are really just trying to cut costs in the new year, and Depending on how they're doing it, um, these uh, this is actually um, costing a lot of them a lot more money than they expected. It's not necessarily the same cost-cutting measure that that they were hoping for. Um, we're hearing about many of these companies that are terminating employees in very bizarre ways, um, very humiliating ways. We're hearing about uh, you know Twitter sending out mass emails with insensitive insensitive memes. Um, there's a recent one where, where the employer was terminating the employees without really telling them and then having them show up to work the next day only to find out that their, um, access passes had been cut off. So they're not necessarily going about these, uh, these layoffs in, in the right way. Um, but certainly we've been inundated, uh, over the past few weeks with calls from people who are affected by these mass layoffs. Um, I think it's, it's important to note that, you know, so far this year, 100% of, of the people who've called me um, have, uh, there's something that I can do to help them. Um, they've they've been offered a severance package that is well below what they're legally entitled to, and, and I've been able to help them out. Um, oftentimes, the severance package is, is either uh, it's too small or um, they're refusing to pay a year-end bonus, which is really interesting. Lots of these employers are um, withholding that year, that 2022 bonus that should be paid out in, you know, in January, but they're terminating them before paying out that bonus. Um, I have a few companies that are refusing to honor share option agreements, um, improperly cutting off their benefits early. It's been a really busy start to the year, and and it's um, I'm glad these people are reaching out because uh, so far uh, every single one I've seen, uh, there's something that I can do to help them. You know, it's it's interesting, Mackenzie. I think for, for clarification, I think maybe the reason why you know you said off the top that these companies are kind of realizing and getting surprised at the fact that this is going to end up costing them a lot more than they thought. Would part of that reason because 
it's a border thing. So what they might get away with minimal severance, if any, in the States, if you work on Canadian soil, even though you're an American company, you start letting go Canadian staff, that whole, your obligations are completely different, aren't they? Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of these companies are, are, um, their head or parent company is, is in this based out of the States. And so they're, they're improperly applying their uh, American employment law hats and principles to their Canadian employees. And so absolutely, uh, that's the not, not the way to go about it. Um, in Ontario, we have, uh, we have very robust employment laws that protect the employees. And, um, and regardless of where the parent company is, if you're working in Ontario, your employment is subject to employ- uh, Ontario employment law. And you're absolutely entitled to to severance pursuant to the Ontario laws. Yeah, I think in the states, what they call it employment at will, which is basically, you know, here's your hat, what's your hurry, out you go, pretty much, right? Exactly. Yeah, and and it's it's definitely not the way we approach uh, employment law here in Ontario. And um, many many of these American employers do make this the exact same mistake. So. Uh, it's it's always worthwhile having your your severance package reviewed by by an employment lawyer because oftentimes uh, those those American companies don't actually know that that your employment is subject to Ontario laws and they may not have Ontario Employment Council and um, mm-hmm. so sometimes all they really need is is a letter from an, from an employment lawyer in Ontario um, outlining what what they should be doing um, in order for them to kind of to give them the kick in the pants that they need to to give you what you're actually owed. So a decent heads up there if you're uh, if you're catching the show here tonight listening to Mackenzie and you end up working for uh, an American company and you're based here in Ontario, Canada, and you're thinking, oh, they just told me I get this. I guess they're right. You know, Twitter or whoever, whomever works, it's an American company, so I guess I don't get anything. No, 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 don't don't you know, rest on your laurels and think that's just about it. Give Mackenzie a call and figure out what your rights are because you may be shocked. And again, to do that anytime, one 821 5900 Email, if you prefer, is help at employmentlawyer.ca. Let's take a, a quick break. Mackenzie, we'll uh, get geared up here for the topic of the night. And again, top five things employees should avoid when terminating an employee. We'll keep the Employment Law Show going. Hang on. You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment. We're going to rock on here. Mackenzie Irwin is uh, with you here at uh, San Fury to Mark and LLP. That's where you can find Mackenzie anytime. Reach out 1-855-821-5900 and help at employmentlawyer.ca. By the way, you have access to the free and anonymous website built around what we do on this show called pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. It'll tell you all kinds of things with your employment laws and your employment rights. It's easy to use. There's also access to the severance calculator there as well. But we'll get into this uh, between the phone calls. You've got some time. We've got lots of open lines ready to go. Mackenzie, let's get into this. Top five things employers should avoid when terminating an employee. Number one, terminating an employee before speaking with you, an employment lawyer, right? Yeah, absolutely. So even if it's just a without cause termination, so you're not asserting just cause, You're there's no issues, you just, um, you know, can't continue the employment. Um, having a quick call with an employment lawyer can really save you a lot of money and headaches down the line. Um, we can advise in terms of the proper legal severance that that employee is owed. We can review the employee's contract and make a determination as to it, 
uh, its enforceability. And we can really provide you with tips and guidance on how to avoid any litigation that might arise from the term mm-hmm. termination. So speaking with an employment lawyer um, and reviewing those circumstances with the employment lawyer, you know, very quickly before you actually pull the trigger and fire the employee um, can, can really avo- help you avoid any costly headaches down the road. Another thing employers should avoid terminating employees in front of other employees. That's nice. That sounds like something Twitter would do. Uh, Yeah, we're seeing a lot of very strange, as I mentioned earlier in the show, strange ways that employers are going about these mass terminations. And so even if you're 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 terminating a lot of employees at once, um, it is really important to to make sure that you're not doing this in a public way in front of other employees. So Hmm. I don't really know where this trend is coming from, but, you know, we are seeing more of these companies conducting these mass layoffs and whether it's an email sent around in a public part of the office or you're doing a a group meeting, um, doing so would really embarrass the employee in front of in front of their colleagues. And could this could expose you to um, additional damages if that employee does pursue litigation. So just remember, you're you're terminating a human being not a robot. And so getting fired is is really one of the most stressful things. You're losing a part of, of your identity to an extent. And you really, it's important to be kind to your employees and treat them with respect um, when you're terminating them, because not doing so could uh, turn around and, and, and bite you down the road uh, and result in exposing your company to additional damages if that if that employee chooses to pursue litigation. Again, guys, you have time to call in and ask questions about these or any other points that we uh, we cover on the show, 416-870-6400. So you've actually seen that, you know, a bunch of people in the room say, all right, you're all fired. Have a nice day. Like in a group, that's pretty callous, right? It, it has. Yeah, I've had a uh, few gr- where they where they just call a group meeting and, and everyone in the meeting is terminated all at once. And although it may be some cost-saving cost measures there, um, it's really not the way to go about it. It's quite embarrassing. Employers should really do it politely and respectfully in in a private meeting. Give that employee the one on one time that that they deserve, and um, and likely you know giving them the option to come in and clean out their desk outside of regular office hours and treating that employee with courtesy and respect during a termination meeting is really the key to avoiding. Um, litigation and, and additional damages down the line. What we're going through is uh, the top five. There could be a bunch, but top five things employers should avoid when terminating an employee. Number three, telling other employees about the termination before terminating that employee. That almost sounds like something like a small mom and pop and experience shop would be uh, would be doing, right? You know, you would think, but I have, <laughs> I have had some, uh, you know, clients come to me with stories uh, and it's not necessarily small organizations, large, we're larger organizations just within that, you know, that practice group. Um, the, the person, the person, the employer told other employees in that group that they were planning to terminate this employee before they actually told that employee that they were being terminated. So you know, employers get eager to let other employees on or other members of the team know, in on their plans to terminate an employee so that they can kind of get moving on, on who they're going to replace them with or what they're going to do. Uh, but this is this is obviously a serious faux pas in employment law that that could, again, expose your company to punitive dam- damages down the line. So resist that temptation to tip off your other employees and make sure that you're t- that the terminated employee that they're the first person to learn about their own termination. It sounds like it should be um, 
straightforward, straightforward and, and common sense. But unfortunately, I do see a lot of um, a lot of employers make this mistake. And oftentimes it's made um, when that when, when the company is doing these these mass layoffs. So uh, we're seeing a lot more of them more recently. So it's like, you know, hey, guys, hang on. You know, it's all going to be good. We just got to smoke Larry on Tuesday. So just keep your mouth shut. Like, that's that's insane. I can't even picture an employer doing that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've seen it. I've seen it a few times. So it's it's very surprising <laughs> when it happens. And, and, it, and you know, usually they're, they're, the employer is telling, uh, you know, a few, a select few and, and uh, hoping that they're going to keep their, uh, their mouths shut before they actually <laughs> pull the trigger. But Inevitably, it does come out that other people knew before before the terminated employee knew. Uh, number four, the things employers should avoid when terminating an employee. Terminating employees just before they're owed a bonus they've earned. Yeah, nice try. Sneaky, but you're not that smart. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of employers, particularly recently at this time of year when, um, you know, January usually bonuses are earned at the end of the year and then calculated throughout January and usually paid at some point in January or early February. And we're seeing with a lot of these um, terminations in January that employers are trying to save costs by terminating their employees just before they're owed that bonus or just before the company is paying out that bonus. So um, this is a big no-no. You're exposing yourself to um, you know, you're exposing yourself to those additional punitive um, damages if if that employee does pursue litigation. Um, and, and it's interesting. I mean, many companies, you know, they pay out their bonuses at the beginning of the month. And even though, you, you know, you're, you may need to terminate that employee before the bonus is paid out, the employee can, you know, they, they've still earned that bonus. Um, and you're very likely on the, as the employer, you're very likely on the hook to pay it, even if um, the pay date is, you know, a month, uh, a couple weeks after they've been terminated. So if the courts find out that you've uh, you've timed this termination perfectly in order to avoid paying a, a significant bonus, uh, you'll not only have to pay that employee their bonus, but uh, but likely the courts are going to uh, slap you with uh, additional punitive damages on top of that. So again, it's important, you know, speaking with that employment lawyer before you terminate that employee, we can kind of help you determine whether that uh, bon whether that should that bonus should be paid. Is it the same type of thing you, you would be seeing with, say, a large or not even large, but any commission payment for a sales staff they could let go before they get that last commission? Yeah, exactly. And so that's yeah. uh, that's big no-no number five, actually. So denying mm -hmm. the commissions to a terminated employee. So again, yeah, similar to bonuses, if your employee has actually earned commissions and you know they're, they're likely owed those commissions upon termination. So timing the termination might make this tricky because oftentimes you know the employee may have closed the sale but the commissions aren't necessarily finalized or earned until some period of time later but ultimately the employee has done the legwork and closed the deal so they're entitled to those those commissions even though they may be paid out later so it it really does depend um, on the company's policies uh, and their commission payment plans but again, here it's where it's 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 important to review this situation with an employment lawyer because uh, if you deny that if you terminate that employee and you de deny them those commissions uh, improperly, 
you're you're again putting yourself at risk for not only having to pay the employee for perhaps additional severance, but additional mm-hmm. punitive damages um, or, or claims for unjust enrich- enrichment even for failing well, to pay out those commissions uh, w- when that employee was indeed owed them. So basically, as as a salesperson or one who works under commission, as long as your part of the deal is complete, signed, sealed, delivered, you're owed those commissions, even though they may not have arrived at the building yet, correct? Yeah, yeah, most likely. Okay. So it will depend on, on the language of any of the company's uh, commission uh, payment plans. But, uh, but, you know, the vast majority of people that come to me with these, com- with these unpaid commission claims, mm-hmm. um, they are indeed owed, you know, owed right. those commissions. They've done the legwork, the, the deal is closed. Um, all that they're really, the company's really waiting for is, is maybe payment or a couple of the terms to be completed. But that employee's um, grunt work, the work that, that they had to do to earn those commissions is already completed. It's just, there's just a lag between mm-hmm. when those payments are owed. And so, you know, sometimes the company doesn't pay them out, obviously, until they receive it sometimes, depending on the plan. But um but failing to or denying those uh, commission payments to that employee, um, the company is being unjustly enriched because they're not going to pay them out to any right. employees. So, um, so there is a, a strong claim there for unjust enrichment, and absolutely, um, more times than not, that employee is entitled to those commissions. We we'll move on to uh, an email from Sophia. First up, says, "Hey guys, I've worked for my company for six years, but suffered pretty serious burns." Uh, out after a serious burnout, rather, after working a lot of overtime hours over the six months since two of our team members quit, my team was seriously understaffed because my company refused to replace the two that left and were doing the work of five people when we're only three. My health has been suffering a lot lately and I'm experiencing a lot of anxiety to the point where I'm struggling to get out of bed and go to work. Can my employer do this? Is there anything I can do? Classic burnout, huh? Wow. Yes. We're seeing, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are getting, are suffering a lot of burnout recently. This is a classic example of burnout, but absolutely. um, There's something that you, there's lots of things going on here. So I think number one, if you're, if you're working a lot of overtime for your employer, you need to make sure that you are tracking your hours. Um, Whether that's in a formal uh, tracking system with the company or whether you're just tracking it on your own, logging it in in an Excel spreadsheet. You need to track those hours. You're owed overtime pay um, at time and a half for all of the hours that you've worked over 44 hours in a week. So that's even, that's true even if you're a salaried employee. So people, that's a very common misconception. People think that just because they're salaried and not they're not paid on an hourly basis, that they're not entitled to overtime um, pay, which is which is incorrect. So if you're tracking your hours, you need to um, you need to keep a detailed record of the hours that you're working and and write to your employer and ask for payment for um, overtime for all of the hours that you work over 44 hours in a week. The second and if not, thing, yep. So go ahead. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. The second thing I'm I'm seeing here is is uh, so I mean if you're if if your employer is refusing to replace the two team members that left, mm-hmm. um, and you're work, doing the job of 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 uh, other employees, uh, you need to put a detailed complaint to either your yeah. H, to either HR or your manager in writing um, to have them address this right away. Um, it sounds like this is obviously having a profound impact on her 
on her health. So oh, yeah. um, she's got to include that in her complaint because her, her employer has a legal obligation to address that once you put that complaint in writing. Um, if they don't and they say, sorry, you know, we're better off with, with three instead of five um, employees on this, on this team, um, this could be a constructive dismissal and you'll have to act pretty quickly to assert constructive dismissal. I think she said she's been there. It's, it's been going on for quite some time. The longer yeah. you let it go on and you continue working in, under those conditions, it's, um, it's going to, um, it's going to cost, it could, it could mean that you're condoning the, the change. I guess any, uh, you know, if she's has a, if she's gone as far as to see doctors or specialists, I guess medical documentation to that point would be also a great thing to bolster her complaint and, and solidify it, right? Absolutely, and I think that yeah. was the, that's the last thing. I mean, she was mentioning that she's just having struggling getting out of bed. So, I mean, if your job is impacting your health, you need to speak with your doctor right away mm -hmm. because it may be the case that you need to take a break and or or a leave of absence to kind of get better. So something lots going on here and absolutely something that that uh if if sophia's employer doesn't take steps to replace those two team members she needs to speak to an employment lawyer right away because you need to be asserting a constructive dismissal um pretty quickly but again it's it's time is of the essence with all these things right mackenzie you want to get on it uh, sophia not let it uh, linger until it seems you've accepted it more or less absolutely right? yeah, yeah absolutely and with that, we're just about to wrap for a, uh, another show. Appreciate the emails, guys. And if you have any other questions, it doesn't matter. That's cool. We can pick it up tomorrow at 630 because we're right back in here. So in the meantime, to reach out to uh, Mackenzie and her team, she's got a great team behind her as well. Always ready to uh, talk to you on the phone or email and answer your questions. How do you do it? one 855 5900 That's the phone number. Email is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And as mentioned, you have access uh, anonymously and freely to the uh, pocket employmentlawyer.ca website. Rolled into that's the severance calculator, which we talk about all the time. It does that. It calculates your severance quite accurately, quite quickly. And over 2 million plus people have tried it out and been pretty satisfied with that uh, particular tool. Again, found at pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. Employment Law Show. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guest on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Chorus Entertainment.